1: We're back. It's the Horns Up Talk in Texas podcast. Fisher Disopolis, DJ Nikki Snacks, Crowder, the Quan Cosby. Get your horns up, gentlemen. Massive rivalry this week. We are heading to Fort Worth, taking on the TCU Horn Frogs. Not the defending Big 12 champs from last year, but they were the regular season champs. They were undefeated. They beat Michigan despite their signs being stolen. Um, in the first round of the college football playoff, and they got bamboozled uh, by Georgia in Los Angeles last year. But you know what? Great for the Big 12 to get to that final championship game. This season for Sonny Dykes' squad, it's a bit of a different story. They didn't have the depth to handle it. The turnaround and the turnover has been too much for the TCU Horned Frogs to handle. Right now, Chandler Morris is the guy who started the season. He's not starting right now. It's probably going to be Josh Hoover uh, under center for them, the red shirt freshman. And under center for us, Malik Murphy filled in admirably. I think we could give that an A for admirably. But I think we're getting our quarterback back in Quinn Ewers. And it's going to pay big dividends. So I'll kick us off. I think, you know, being stealing it from maybe everybody here. The one thing I'm looking for, obviously, with Quinn being back, is a return to normalcy. I want to see the offense get back to normal. I want to see the offense get back to balance. I don't need Quinn to come out and start lighting it up and throwing 45 passes on Saturday, right? I'm, I'm in for a 25 pass game and I'm in for Jonathan Brooks, tote in the rock a bit more and working him back into the next 25. love that. That's literally an even split. And, and I'm working and I'm that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for a return to balance, a return to normalcy. Um, and a return to all the guys getting theirs worthy, getting his in a fair share. And like Ad Mitchell, I think probably benefited the most ironically, um, from Malik being in action, but Sanders getting back worked into the mix, uh Jay Wick getting worked back into the mix. Um, and the continuation of Baxter and obviously Brooks really toting the rock quite nicely. So I think having Quinn back there under center and a big game that's their Super Bowl, um, big rival. It's probably the last time we're gonna we're gonna suit up against them in a long time. We gotta keep we gotta keep these things in mind. I always forget. Um, but a return to normalcy is what I'm probably most looking for from an offensive perspective in this one.
2: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think obviously we're going to have to see Quinn, you know, ease into it. We don't want him to do anything too crazy and and wind up back on the bench cuz he's injured, but um, you know, you also want to get him in the groove to you know, get ready to play these big meaningful games cuz every single game as we say is a playoff game here on out and we got a target on our back and TCU knows that this could be the last time we play in 2030, maybe 40 years. So, well, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, toting the rock is going to be a big thing here. Getting Jonathan Brooks twenty-five plus carries, I think, would be crucial here. Baxter getting ten plus carries, you know, just making sure we just run the ball down their throat. Their defense has looked super suspect in the last couple of weeks. Started off okay to start the season, but you know, getting getting piped 40, 41 to three by Kansas State, a team that we just beat, you know that that's a beat down. Big big beat down, and of course, you know Texas Tech always puts up their points, but thirty five points against Tech, like this is a very vulnerable defense that we can look to manipulate and and see if we can, you know, get our offense going and finally
0: get over that forty point hump.
1: Mm-hmm. Looking for it would it, be maybe. nice, it would be nice.
0: I mean, it really was a couple of pieces of it though. Certainly, Coin coming back is a big deal, mainly because one of the luxuries of Malik was he was at home. You know, he had a very friendly crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he still, because of his youth, found ways to make some uh, um, very young decisions that were costly, if we want to put it that way. But the couple of things that do factor in is defense travels and run game travels. No matter what the situation is, if you can do both of them, if you can play defense and you can run. Now, one of the, the, the worries is, TCU on paper looks better than TCU's record looks. Mm-hmm. They're actually leading the Big 12 in passing. Wow. Well, as great as our defense can be, we held K-State, who's leading the country, or second in the country in rushing, but they actually passed the ball on us pretty decent. And mm-hmm. so uh, it wasn't a backup quarterback like we're going to face in, in Fort Worth. But uh, I, I think, to y'all's point, we're they're going to play us as, as good as anyone. Uh, This is their Super Bowl, especially with the season that they are having. Sonny still, you know, starts the rumors that Texas came after him. So it means a lot for him um, to get the donors off his back, even after the season they had last year. So it's going to be fun like it always is. Unfortunately, TCU is, I think, 8-3 versus Texas since they've come back to the Big 12. So that's always it. So every time you go, you got to get nervous. When someone has that level of record on you. So it's gonna be fun, man. But there's a lot to play for. And I'm damn happy. Quinn is back, and I think the team is gonna to react to it well as also.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Kind of the Gary Patterson bowl, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that we're looking at
1: here. That's what that's what this has come to the Gary Bad. love that. It's hilarious. The, the
3: Gary P bull. No, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think um
1: just with all of y'all's
3: points, and I'd say a, a more balanced attack for us where we're taking care of the football will allow our defensive backfield to have an opportunity at riding the ship and course correcting a little bit you know what happened to them in the second half a lot of that was field position a lot of that were the the young mistakes as you said Quan and put them in a position where they were not set up for success and those are some talented guys back there um i think we have 10 interceptions collectively um interestingly Taff is our our Leader in interceptions with three, which is, is awesome for him.
2: Reminds me of Dylan
3: Haynes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just want oh, to see those guys. That, Taff. <laughs> Taff
0: yeah, he's been. Is, he's been like a walk-on that, that gets a scholarship. He's a, a safety. The, the the level of humility from Tap, and I can talk about it. And this is a unique perspective when I actually do do the radio. Is Michael is one of the people that I um that I interviewed afterwards, in, in Westlake Kid insanely humble and it's so cool that he's in the right spot at all the right times and 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 he's a great tackler there's a million reasons (laughs) he is uh certainly three and four and 5.0 to to the guy you mentioned but uh (laughs) and then to ask your point um gary patterson very opportunistic lee was on the sideline last week we haven't seen him on that i saw that and i'm like dude I was like you're worse than McConaughey both of y'all are getting out here trying to get some tv time and um and I don't think it's a coincidence that was the week before TCU and I think we all should expect him at the same spot now the interesting piece is what sideline he's gonna be on but mm-hmm. um uh with me doing and, and I gotta give my boy Will a shout out uh Teddy is this young baby so Will missed last week so I did the radio I'm gonna do it again this week um and, and happy for Will and his family. But I tell you what, if Gary's down there, I'm going to have some quotes for him when we come back next week because that would be a Please. weird situation with him running around. At sideline.
2: I don't know if he's going to be on the field for this game because if he's like, you know, where he wants to be, he wants to be on our sideline because we got the more promising future, you know, where, where we, might, we might make the dance. But at the same time, he put in all those years at TCU, they would school. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if you could, you can be on that. Texas sideline in this game.
0: Dude, no, 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 no. Y'all have this all twisted. This I'm about to go conspiracy theory with y'all. He wants to be on that sideline now. He did not want to be on that sideline last year when Sonny was winning all those games, goes uh, to the yeah, Big 12, bad and luck, he goes to like... the Right now he's like, hey, y'all miss me now, don't y'all? Because mm. his argument is Sonny only won with his players. Mm. You go two years removed, now he's thinking it up. So, yeah, no, I, you're right. I doubt he's going to go down there. I feel like he will 100% be in the building somewhere. But if but if he does go down there, he's going to do both. Because last year it would have probably been in Very too democratic. soon and Sonny was doing his thing. This year you put Kerry on the screen and get old ball coaches that have an ego or two, they the crowd goes crazy and, and he gets his love. So I, I think he would. He wants a statue there anyway. Now he, des- he probably
1: deserves it. He put a lot of time in. And a lot- he had a lot. He yeah, had a lot
0: of He does, I guess.
3: He had a lot of success there. He's been handed
0: out like, Kenny- like Halloween candy these days. But- well,
3: I mean, it's, it's just funny that. Yeah. Hey, man, I he- hope
0: you get one, bro. He can complain about
3: Sonny Dykes. <laughs> he can complain about Sonny Dykes taking his players to the college football playoff but he didn't take his players to the college football playoffs, So I, I Sonny Dice did <laughs> something, right. Point. I'm just saying like, I don't, I, no slight. Cause he was a tremendous coach at TCU during his tenure there. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be in a, a box with some AC and, you know, a, a nice bourbon drink next to him and it, it'll be comfortable and he won't have to, he won't have to play both sides of the coin. Uh, The one thing yeah. that I'll just bring up as well. And then I want to ask you a quick question here, Quan is that our third down conversion. I know I've brought it up multiple times throughout the season, We're 87th in the nation. It it hasn't gotten much better. Um, And again, I think our fourth down conversion—that's something that needs to be looked at as well when you're looking at third down conversion because it's that has been relatively good. Um, But we're still only we're converting less than 40% of our third downs, so that's still a problem. And hopefully, that's something that we can continue to address and get better at. But Q, I wanted to just ask you, like, what experientially? calling again which you haven't done quite some time what was the anxiety like (laughs) especially in this game that went to ot and looked really bad for us in the second half?
0: are you kidding me that was that was stressful man so here i am i'm like damn dude we're having a good season i'm not superstitious thankfully i'm a creature of habit but i'm not truly superstitious it's just you know creature habit so unfortunately during my days we didn't win a lot so i'm sitting there going if you, you know what's, don't win this game. And I'm laying in bed thinking I called another loss. I'm going to lose my damn mind. Man. So that was one piece of it. Um, and then we started great. And I was like, yes. And then unfortunately uh, the mistakes piled on and they came back and we're going, I tell you that probably the, the the one moment where I was like, you know what? I'm still not superstitious, but um, when they freaking fumble that kick where it should have been twenty eight seven 28 27 and we really don't go to overtime i was like the man not that anybody we serve gives a nanny about football but i was like yes he, he's he's up there he got my back um, but um i mean i right, was like there's was a great cool greek thing. mythology there's a god
1: for football for sure I, for those both, both guys,
2: like you know 10 years ago 15 years ago we weren't having this type of luck like this is yeah. the luck that would have gone even exactly up to right. like last year, the year before that, like like the last 10 years, that luck would have gone the opposite way. And we, this game was just like one of those, oh my gosh, how do we pull that game off with all the mistakes yeah. that we made mm. in overtime? They literally had the ball fourth, you know, first in goal and they couldn't punch it in. And yeah, I mean, that just feels kind of like a good omens on our side this year. And it, it, it really does. And
0: that's what it was about. And, and I will say, I was rusty. I was certainly rusty. There's a lot of logistical <laughs> things that we won't get into. I wasn't bad. I just, I, you know, we are all hard <laughs> on ourselves, for um, sure. But and then we go into post game, and it actually went really, really well. Just that's the part I missed the most: talking to Michael, talking to you know, really all the guys who came in. Um, it, it was the on the radio conversations. And the after the radio conversation, talking to Sark before and after, those were the cool pieces that I was like, "Oh crap, I like this part." I didn't like not having something to do with the game, but I love this part, and so um, it was it was fun, man. And, and this week, being on the road always is cool because if I'm going to go to any road game, it's going to be TCU. There's a few things you learn by doing the radio. You find out who has the best food and really just the best atmosphere, and TCU is one of them. They tailgate phenomenally. My day job company has a great tailgate there because our CEO is um, a TCU grad. So you kind of get the best of all worlds. And then their club area has the best food of any club area in the freaking Big 12. Now, it makes sense. Their stadium's less than 10 years old or something like that. So it's it's pretty sweet. So nah, man, I'm looking forward to it. But it really on all levels, mainly one, an opportunity to get closer to that 500 mark on them kicking our butts for the last few years, but two Quinn coming back three, we're eight and one four is Fort Worth, probably my favorite, second favorite city in Texas. So it's a lot of reasons to be fired up. And again, what we've seen in the last two weeks, we we had a little shaky weeks of our defense, not playing to what we felt like was their standard. That hadn't been the case the last two weeks. Mm. We talked about it last week. We said if they stopped the run, Make them one-dimensional. Still got some things to work in on the back end, but we'll win that game. Got a little shaky, but we did win that game, and they had less than – I think they had like 36 yards rushing. That Mm. is insane.
3: I I sent you guys the – we broke their streak of 27 games straight with having 100 yards rush, just a 100-yard rushing attack. We broke that streak. Like this defensive line, I felt like in the last week and a half, they finally got the credit that they have deserved. Murphy and sweat are getting praised by everyone. National media is talking so much about our interior defensive line, our defensive line in general, and our offensive line. And that that's what makes us in that top eight, right? That people believe can actually contend, which I think Q is something we need to talk to you about a little bit because in our text thread, you didn't necessarily feel the same way about us or
1: there's some hesitancies, right? Because he, gen- He's scared about how many tickets I'm about to ask him for for the college football <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> oh,
0: hold on, but what do y'all mean? So oh you're talking when the natty. Oh so yeah, dude, and this is the thing. My number one focus is winning the Big 12. That that is where I think <laughs> yeah, we are. Of course. But what I what I'm a realist about is even it's if you can't score on the one yard line. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have doubts. Sure. If you if you're 130th in the country in red zone scoring, I'm going to have doubts. If you're 80 something on third down when you get to that final four, when you think on that level, those teams are doing those things at the it's not well, I'm not even saying they're doing them at 70 80%. They're at least doing them at 50%. I remember when I played coach Davis always said he was like the best third down teams in the country are at 50%. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that, if you have 8, you got 4 out of 8 that's just realistic to me that's the same mindset of baseball you bat in 300 you're Hall of Fame because right. it's that hard and you're statistics in statistics aren't
3: everything but there are certain ones that we have to pay attention there's certain to.
0: ones you have to be good at right. so if we go into those level games
1: yeah
0: and we are unsuccessful and we're going for it and not taking points you know on that side of the ball and stuff I just look as a complete at the complete picture I think it's wide open to a <laughs> certain degree Sure. when it comes to the national championship but i do think some folks who have been there before like a georgia i'm gonna be real we beat the crap out of bama but bama's trending in the right direction and they have been in four, been there before and certainly their coach has been there before and yeah, so I mean, that's where i'm like uh are we truly a get to the national championship team i'm not sure yet but but i do know that we absolutely should win the big 12 even if we place Oklahoma again we should kick their butt and that's that's where I'm at I I think we should get to the playoff get to the and that's still <laughs> some things need to be shaked out that I think will be I'm just not really confident and ultimately there's nobody more who don't want to be proved wrong and I want us to win it all I just don't know with those statistical facts and the data there if you can win it all put it like this you're not going to win a playoff game that you have four turnovers, you know, and that's just no. the way we. we again, we had two interceptions, a fumble, and really we can count the block block punt as a turnover. And so I love what we're doing to to your point, Nick. There's some things going our way, not the refs in the Big 12. Let's be real about that. There's some sure. things going our way. We're finding ways, and I love every bit of it. This team growth, and I think that that play the, the how close knit this group is. Is why they're finding ways and they're leaning on each other. However, I know you can't make those levels. If you go back to our national championship game, I don't know that USC did have one turnover. No, USC had two turnovers. They lost. We didn't have one. Now, no, not those teams are very different, but the game of football isn't. If you can't take care of the ball and all of that, you're just going to struggle. We do have a lot of good guys on this team that will play on the next level, but I think It's it's little factors that – and I'm going to tell you, last but not least, Mm -hmm. when I played, Vince was that guy. He's like, in in that time of need, I want the ball in my hands and I'm going to make something happen. Um, During our days, it was different guys. Shia, me, Jamal Charles, from an offensive standpoint, on defense, it's Huff, it's Griff and all that. Who are those guys on this team? I think we have phenomenal players. But when we say we need this right now, you can double me, you can do whatever you want. Can we with full confidence say even as Sweat and he's so awesome? He's he's a big human being for one. But even right now, when you need that play and sweat, maybe Murphy may be, we saw that on the in the overtime. So that that perspective may change but who are those guys offensively and dis- defensively they were like that's all right we got our boy here he's about to make a play i don't think i think the telling thing is and
1: i, I kind of was didn't mean to almost jump in there on you, Q, and your and your which is great stuff um How bad was, y'all I, pros
0: i kept yapping
1: no 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 i was good but i was trying to dive in when i shouldn't have but you were you were cruising um and it was just off the point of Toss bringing up this the most the stat that I think can answer your question unfortunately in a negative light. If we had that guy, we wouldn't be 87th in the nation in third down percentage. Thank you. That's, that's just like point. that's just you're right. And if you look at the that's what I pulled up over here, the leaders in third down percentage like LSU's number one. Yeah, they're six and three, but they're number one. They have Daniels, who's a pro quarterback, but they have Malik Neighbors, who's like he's going to be a top 15 pick, top 20 pick. Number two, three and four, not in that order, but just two through four. Georgia, Oregon, Michigan. Like Bama's in the Bama's in the top 20. Like, like we're the only FSU, like Washington's in the top 20. FSU is like outside the top 40, but they're still in the top 50. So I and look, Quinn missed a couple games, but at the end of the day, keeping your defense with fresh legs and no three and outs. And controlling the clock and controlling the time of possession is key. I think ultimately we've seen teams lose because they're in weird ways scoring too quick. And I know it's a, a dumb thing to maybe even say, or they're going three and out and they're getting turnover after turnover. You know, I mean, look at the, like, you could go to the professional level. The New York football jets had one of the best defenses in the entire, in the entire, you know, national football league but Zach Wilson's going three and out every time. And you could only withstand so much. So you have, I actually do think (laughs) to sweat and Murphy, we have a lot of pros on our team. And I think those two guys lead the way they'll probably, they'll both be second round picks and maybe sweat could sneak in the first round. Um, But they'll both be second and the worst third round picks. Um, those guys are really big playmakers. I think Ethan Burke, quite honestly, I know he's not eligible for the draft right now. I think he's a playmaker. I don't know if Williams is there this year at his young stage in his career, but I think there's going to be a year you talk about, I'm not saying he's going to be Huff or Griffin, but he's going to enter that realm of like, okay, this is a real safety, a real safety net for Texas, a real backbone to the defense on the defensive backfield. I think we have some of those guys, to be honest, in the
2: defensive dude, side of Anthony football. Anthony
0: Hill's not eligible, but Anthony Hill's that dude. Yeah. like. <clears throat> There's some guys on there who's gonna play in the league at some point. I was gonna say
2: anything's anything's that guy for sure. I mean, he he's the guy you're gonna see go in the first round. I mean, that we used to look at at uh, LSU like you know Devin White, you know, or, or, or Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. Uh, on the offensive side though, like who you go to on third down? Look, I I know that he missed the game due to an injury, but Javon Sanders only has 22 catches this season. We're nine games in, and he only has 22 catches a season. You know, that's a little more, little less than three catches a game. And last year at had 54 catches. He's not even come close to touching that this season. So I'm just wondering, you know, why we can't get on, you know, these, these style of offensive drives where we're just feeding probably our best offensive weapon. You know, Jatavian legit might be the best pro coming out of Texas Yeah, on well. the offensive side of the ball. Like he, there's, a, there's not going to be a lot of argument with that. He he's really gonna, may be. And the fact that he's only getting the ball, you know, less than three three times a game, like it's absurd. And every time he touches the ball, you know, it's a big play. It's first down. It's it's a big catch. You know, up the middle. You know, holding on to it.
0: Fourth and he, fourth and six.
2: Who did they go to?
0: Jadavian yeah. Sanders, and he got 20.
2: exactly. Also, like in the red zone, he only has one touchdown this season. You know, we've we've mm-hmm. been stopped on the goal line so many times. Like, why don't you just get the guy the ball? So and true. I,
3: if I recall correctly, I think that was a a seam route that he took for like 30 plus yards. Right. I don't even yep. think it was, it wasn't in the red zone. It that wasn't even the red zone. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. I I'm right there with you Q. I think it was a really fair assessment of our team. And I think it's worth acknowledging Josh. I I think the perspective of adding those other teams who are also, you know, top eight by CFP ranking where they are on third down conversions. Sad truth. It's yeah. It's, it's an important thing to bring Couldn't up, but I think we, I, I
0: was go just going to say,
3: ahead, I, I, I think we, that's why this big 12 championship to us is so important because we've really only had two games of tape. In my opinion, where our opponents and not to say that Kansas wasn't good or Kansas state, but Oklahoma and Alabama are different levels of football teams than the rest of the teams that we've played on our schedule. And whoever gets to the big 12 championship, our opponent, if Oklahoma state is that team at that point, I will believe that they are either the third best team that we've played. Maybe even the second best team that we've played behind Alabama and that, game will sh- and that game will show me a lot about what we can do if we are to get into the college football playoffs. And, and it's another opportunity to kind of prove us wrong, or prove you wrong just based off the things you listed out. But again,
0: I'm saying I agree with you on, on all of the yeah. assessment. That I you think made. It, it, and to take it to another level, one, another pro that we didn't mention on the defensive side, Ford will be a pro. Yeah, yeah. I am a good pro. Uh, that linebacker is a real deal. I, I guess for me, though, it, it's kind of those things. Those are massive deals. We are, dude, whoever, we, however it works itself out, and the thing even about Oklahoma State, I really like our chances. Why? Because they're a running team. They run the ball more than anything, and we have arguably a top, I would say, three, maybe even better run defense with Sweat Ford and all the above, um, excluding the, and that's, by the way, with having the worst game we ever had versus Oklahoma, they ran all over us with, with, with Dylan Gray, Gabriel. But the thing is, when we stop the run, we, we are a little um have got some turnovers and stuff, but we're kind of a bend don't break on the back end right now. Uh when 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 there's team first or, or pass first, and then really on the other side of the ball, third down and red zones. That's just mm. a big deal, dude. Uh, the teams we played on that went 12 and one, that went 13-0, we weren't 50%. We were 65, 70 percent on those downs, which ultimately keep you ahead of the chains. And then we made field goals. We always score points. And we get in these lulls for a quarter and a half, two quarters, where we don't score points. We've done a phenomenal job of re- fixing, fixing what we needed to to start fast. And then we've still done, in my opinion, a pretty damn good job in the fourth quarter, figuring it out and finding a way or closing a game. But that two-quarter low, you can't do that in the playoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you maybe can't even do that in the, in the Big 12 championship. And so that's where I'm saying you have to I'll I'll put it like this. Have we played a complete game as a as a team yet? I'm so grateful where we are to be eight and one. That tells you how good we are and our potential. But I would argue maybe the closest one would be Bama. Bama. Yeah. That's probably the closest. That's a pretty one. complete game. I that, that 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 was pretty complete, but that's and that's how you beat a top five team. Can we? play a complete game yes we i'd say we should i'd say
2: bama and then the baylor game i mean that's it's baylor but if you look at the rest of the schedule like you as guys who watch the game you could point and and let everyone know what the flaws were like the houston game like you know blew the lead you know and we had to come back in the fourth quarter BYU, honestly, like it kind of felt like we felt flat, and then towards the end we pulled away. Wyoming, that's another game where you know it was close all game long. Um, Kansas, I mean, we had some defensive issues here and there, but yeah, I mean Baylor and Bama, I
0: think are the, the only two that are really complete games. And Bama. Baylor lost to Texas State, and I would say yeah. Houston <laughs> because and, Houston, and they had their backup quarterback. Too. And they had their backup quarterback, so I mean, those are just, eh,
1: we got to take care of the games game, though you got to take Bama has gotten better every game. We were talking about the three of us earlier, like Bama did not only has pros, but they have three top 15 picks and like an important positions, cornerback edge and, and defensive line. I will say like you brought up, you. it is a bright spot, our run defense. And I think that's one thing that look, you, if you want to win a national championship, you have to run the football. And if you want to be able to also on the end, the flip side, you have to be able to stop the run. And we're top 10 in rushing every category. So touchdowns, yards per game, yards per rush, yards just obviously in general, per yards per game. And that's including the OU game. I can't imagine where we'd be. We could be number one if you take out the anomaly of the Dylan Gabriel game. So – and we're a who's a pro at his worst game. I think there have been, I will say, in defense of our defense – some weird – like the Watts injury was kind of weird. Like he's a really important piece. I don't know if he's going to get drafted per se, but he's a really big piece. He's consistently graded on a draft. Yeah, he's a consistently greater or highest corner week in week out when he plays. Um, so so missing him was a big piece. Catalan, honestly, like I know I've praised our safeties in the past and, I, and I've praised like our, our defensive backfield depth, but he's our best safety. So having him in and out of the lineup uh, and the lack of consistency there, I think that's hurt um, in some spades. And on your point, Nick of Jatavian being our best player, he probably is because if I told you guys his stat line, like, 22 catches for 17 yards per catch, you'd be like, okay, that's a deep threat, speedy receiver. That's real? That's real. 22 catches, 17 yards per catch. So you wouldn't, if I told you that, you'd be like, okay, that's maybe like John Cook. Like that's maybe like Xavier Worthy. Like, that. but no, that's Jatavian Sanders. He's leading the team in yards per reception at 17 yards per reception, which is pretty crazy. So his big playmaking ability, like you guys are saying, is there. He's a very talented athlete with the ball in his hands. So ultimately, like we could go, yes, who's the guy? Who's the guy? Who's the guy? And Sark has, I can't say Sark's called a bad season. We're eight and one. But if we're going to pass the blame around and pass that buck around, I got to look at Sark and being like, you are the one dialing this thing up. Why are you not getting the ball? Like Nick saying to Jatavian Sanders in the red zone. You know why can't you convert on the red zone? Why can't you? Where where's the issue there? Why is Xavier worthy? I know we have Malik in, but why has he kind of gone dark and gone quiet the past couple of games? Aside from his punt return touchdown, so the if we're gonna be like you know pointing at the players, like we do have to you know shift some of the blame to Coach Shark and be like, hey, like we know who the best guys are. Yeah. Why is Jatavian make- Sanders, who's a really talented guy, at fifty four catches? Sorry, T, but like no, no. Why is he? Why is he have like? Speedster Deshaun Jackson freshman year stats. Like, why is that the case?
3: And the interesting thing is, we only have one drive this season where we've had. And look, this is this is a high number, but where one of our receivers had more than five receptions on on one drive, and it was I can't remember exactly what game it was, but it was Worthy, and he had six receptions that game. They all came on one drive, and we peppered him with like three three bubble screens, and I think he had whatever it was, but. There hasn't, the only reason why I bring that up is we were talking about Jitaven Sanders being a pro. Like when I look at pro wide receivers who are the number one, number two on their team, there are many drives where they are nearly unstoppable and they get four, five receptions in one drive, right? Especially to close out.
2: See, Lamb just like takes over.
3: Yeah. Um, But I will say, Josh, I think it's a great point. I just thought that was an interesting tidbit, but I think it's a great point about the defensive side of the ball too, because I've seen a lot of the the tape and the breakdowns and of course everybody's got something to say but a lot of the criticisms have been of that shell coverage that pk has been running with our dbs who are athletically incredibly talented why aren't we playing a little bit more press coverage why aren't we playing closer up to the line letting them beat our athletes as opposed to giving them five six yards of space to work with um and it's i think it's just an interesting piece to think about and we've given a lot of adulation to to pk and the way he's called the scheme especially up front um but that's also where our best personnel is too right so those players deserve as much as if not more credit um for the work that they've put in there so it's, I, I know we've been critical of pk in past and i just you know if we're if we're pointing fingers let's not let's not forget who we like to point the finger at <laughs> you know <there's laughs> one, one more is, thing i will yeah. say
2: about our offense and just getting guys the ball i'm looking at like and how they distribute the ball and at least in the passing game, in every game, eight guys have catches. There's a game, I, I guess, against Ole Miss, ten guys caught a pass. Like we're looking at our stat lines, and we're lucky if there's like five or six guys that catch a pass. Sometimes it's four guys that catch a pass. So I'd love to see more, you know, interchangeability throughout the offense. Like get Jonte the Cook the ball at least once a game. You know, I mean, that sets guys up for success in the future as well. They need to get those reps in. So. I don't know. It's it's definitely um a thing on the offensive side of the ball that just needs to get worked out. And I, that's partially why I feel like we haven't been able to put up more than 40 points in the game, you know, because the sometimes the offense goes stagnant and you need fresh legs and you need guys that want to go in there and make plays. Mahomes said nine guys. What nine nine in guys ultimate, sorry. What's up?
1: No, you go, you go
0: Q. Um and, and from that standpoint, I know and 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 Sark certainly the defense is going to predict some of that. Um Quinn we think of Quinn as a salty veteran certainly Malik had early years and you know not a lot of experience so that does factor in we, we have to be real about that piece of it Quinn is only going in there he hadn't been a college quarterback for two years yet you know he's he hadn't played a full season in college yet so all of those things do factor in and we we the, we've had some drive killers when he's trying to be tough and run guys over and he fumbles so I think both sides Have responsibility in why we're not in the 40s and all that with the offensive weapons we have because we do have a lot of NFL guys on the offensive side too. We saw Jay Witt go off at Oklahoma, Mm. Jay Witt maybe have two coaches, two catches left. And for me, Jay Witt's our third guy, third down guy. Mm. You know, I really, I literally still, I'm freaking how many years removed. They're like, dude, we needed to play on third down, we're going your way. Everybody knew it, our fans, our opponents. And there's ways to design to make that happen. So going back, and this is what I'll say do we have the roster to win a national championship? Absolutely. Especially this year. But we have to trend in the other direction from playing a complete game and putting it to putting the pieces together without the lulls, you know, really it's it's we are still building culture and we really are. Um and, we, and, and winning an overtime game like we did with defense and all the above, that builds it. That's awesome. That is what we want to see. But it's still growing pains, in my opinion. And that's why I'm hesitant to say, oh, dude, we're going to run through everybody. We're going to have a chance. Um, and, and so I, I just – I don't know that we're there yet. When I say, when you get – we're playing really good at home, play decent on the road. But when you get in that atmosphere, that's also a different level. That is a pee down your leg or use the <laughs> butterflies to go get her done. And I'm not sure where we are yet because we haven't been there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, the, thing- my bad. The weekly pass. What's going on here? Bonnie Jill, Laughlin. Oh, okay. It went back to us. Did y'all see that? Yeah.
1: That Is there a, couple a ghost? Cheerleaders. I was like, man, nobody pop.
0: on this thing looks that good, but <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got a new camera. I don't know if I was gonna wait for you guys to notice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I say it, man. We have a great roster. And if we put it together, now that's play calls, offense and defensively. That's players cutting out silly mistakes, being great in all phases. And it truly takes that to win a ship. And unfortunately for me, I don't know that we've done it. And then last but not least, the psyche. They all have heart. They're phenomenal. They work hard. But what it takes mentally to get past a playoff game and extra and all the above, which is why TCU did it last year. They had eighty nine thousand seniors, six year seniors, and mentally they mm-hmm. were there and they were ready. For sure, yeah. that's why they beat Michigan. Michigan's come back better because of it, or you know they're they're getting more data for from frame, film <laughs> but, <laughs> or signs. But no, they, they, th- those little things is why I'm not sold on us being ready to to win a natty. But I'm very sold on us our culture being where it needs to be to leave this big 12 with, with the trophy. Yeah. I'm
1: looking, I'm trying to look at, see like what the highest number of players drafted in a season is for us. But I, I would imagine we're going to be pretty close to the record this season. Like realistically we have, if Quinn comes out and Brooks come out like Quinn drafted or just
2: pros, they're like drafted.
1: I'm saying drafted. I'm saying these guys are going to be taken in the draft right now, this season alone. You could go our running back, our quarterback, both our wide receivers, our tight end. That's five guys on the offensive side of the football. You have Murphy, you have Sweat, that's seven. You have four. We think he's going to be drafted. That's eight. Catalan could be drafted. I think Watts will. Watts, okay. And then Barron could also 11. be drafted. That's 11 guys that could be drafted. I, I think I'm forgetting somebody. Bert. Bert and Bert Auburn. And Bert, <laughs> the guys that could be drafted. Maybe. Like, I, don't, I, I mean, mean it, maybe. No, the yeah. guys that could be drafted this season. So we have the talent, we have the pros, and it's not like we're like you hey, look. Well, and
0: you didn't even you didn't even say uh, Jay Witt. Jay Witt should be. Oh, good. that's our our third receiver. Yes, Jay Witt is yeah, going to probably to get drafted. So that's the thing, man. We have that, and we've only scored forty one. So that's my doubt. Is yeah. putting it together and playing a of games. Agreed.
1: Well, let's look, look. There's we still have TCU, we still have Tech. So the beauty of, and we're talking still about the big 12 championship and wanting to see what we can do there if we get there. But the beauty of these next two games, we have that opportunity to put it together with our quarterback back. We have the opportunity to see a full complete game and two more games to prove, okay, like this is a team that actually deserves. And maybe that's why the community doesn't have us at six ahead of Oregon. And we've been wondering that all week. Maybe they see that too. Like All the reasons we're saying. So hopefully we could see that with TCU. Hopefully we could see that with tech Thanksgiving week and then go on to the big 12 championship. Like we're talking about. And we've seen those things that we're asking for. And then this is a team that we really believe can contend for a national championship in a playoff spot.
0: Yeah. Cause that's at the end of the day, let's not get it twisted. We are very happy. Oh, yeah. It's awesome to to be eight and one, to be in this position, to have a lot of good, to be nationally relevant. Um, (coughs) That hadn't happened in a long time. But no doubt. um, As, it's weird to say this this that tells you that there's still is some youth on the team is that you're this far in the season and you're still seeing this growth, this experience to gain. And so I think a lot of those things factor into the other pieces, but I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped for this weekend. Um I want to whip the crap out of um for TCU, the good old frogs and Smack then dude, frogs. Dude, 9 and 1. Don't What's wear your purple.
3: Count? Don't wear your purple shirt, Q. Yeah, you've hey, done bro. that
0: before, dude. <laughs> no <laughs> way uh, I I I, I, tell, I do have a lot more purple in my closet than maroon you uh, look good I, in purple you look like one I of those girls on the screen. yeah we know we know yeah, so I had to rep that man but no I'm no purple this weekend I'm absolutely uh wearing the burnt orange uh and go. I'm actually flying there in a in a with a buddy because we're gonna day trip it. His plane has a Longhorn on the tail, so yeah. we're, cool. we're, we're we're all burnt orange jam baby. So it's gonna be fun. Burn orange on a PJ baby. We love Hey, it. if if
3: we beat TCU, we beat Texas Tech. We take care of business like we want. Steve Sarkeesian will have a 10 win season for the first time in his coaching career, which would be awesome for him. And uh and for his future, no, that as can the, happen
0: before TCU. If we beat TCU and and Iowa State, oh shoot! Oh, yeah, I, you're right. Before I, I, tech, sorry, that was before my tech. bad. I forgot. Yeah, no, we got two away games, and then we finished with Tech after Thanksgiving. So, That's right, dude. That would so if TCU and Iowa State, sweet. it would be it would be, a, it would be awesome. That would be. Awesome. I forgot about
3: Iowa State.
1: Damn, yeah. Then Iowa State. Iowa State's no. How,
2: how are you? How are you leaving out a twelve and one Texas team? If they go 12-1, and how do you not put them in the college football playoff? I could tell
1: you.
0: We know. We know how. Like the Ducks. I just don't Ducks- think they will, though. I'm telling you, we win the Big 12, and we don't have another loss. I, I. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We always say that, right, Coach Speak? But I would be willing to wager a lot of things that we would be in the playoff. I'm with you. Because I'm going to tell you, it's a business, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Texas travels, and we're top five every year in eyeballs and all the above. So, Mm, whether it's good or bad, a lot of people watch us because they want us to fail. Hater's gonna hate, but it was for (laughs) real. I, I, I would be, I would bet a lot as far as us, us getting there. What we need to get to.
1: Yeah, with you. All right, gents. We'll see you. Q. We'll see you on the screen, man. We'll be looking All for right, you man. again. I saw you at coin toss, so we'll be we'll be looking for you out there again. Uh, enjoy. Have a great time. Enjoy the spread that they that they Love offer. It. That's apparently so delicious. That's and so we'll, be, we'll we'll be watching. And we'll see you guys next week. Fisher, Tassopoulos, DJ, Nikki, Snacks, Carter, and the Quan Cosby horns up. We'll catch you guys okay, next man, time. Man. what's okay. gonna win?